if you are struggling with something and you're like, yeah, I'm not gonna, this isn't good, or I'm not gonna be able to follow through on this thing I wanted to do or, or whatever. Like there's always something else around the corner. There's always a, a, a glimmer of hope. And just like that little seed of something, it could be a friend saying, it's going to be okay. Or you, you know, drinking two gallons of water and being like, oh, that water just felt so good. Whoa, wait, I'm starting to feel, I mean, that sounds silly, but like it really can just be that one thing that helps you turn the corner and you're like, wait a second, I am going to be okay. I really am. Welcome back for episode nine of the Peacemakers podcast. I am your host, Lindsay Hager, and today I'm sharing a recent chat I had with my good friend, Gwen Whitfield from the Redefining Bold podcast. Gwen and I are accountability partners, we're friends, and she's a type nine. We're going to jump right in here to the discussion where we are talking about a recent off day that Gwen had. And this discussion led us to talking about how nines, how we can just get down on ourselves at times and we can start to count ourselves out. But Gwen shares some real life examples of how she's learned to pick herself back up and to keep going. And just as a heads up, if you're on Instagram and you're listening to this in real time, Gwen and I are both hosting giveaways to celebrate the release of her of her Redefining Bold Affirmations ebook, as well as her hand-painted original artwork. I'll link both of our Instagram accounts in the show notes for all of the details, as well as her website, if you just want to go directly there and purchase her ebook and just see what else she has to offer. All right, guys, enjoy the episode. So a little background. So Gwen, um, so Redefining Bold podcast, you've been in the, the space of putting your voice out there in some form or fashion through your blog for like mm-hmm. 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2011. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This will be 10 years. Mm-hmm. Right. And over time that shifted from being heavily involved in the blog world to, and also like Pinterest to mm-hmm. starting a podcast and there's been an evolution of kind of what it's like for you putting your voice out there and what what you're talking about yeah. and things like that so recently yeah, yeah. so I also want you to tell them about like your art and stuff and how that's come into play but just just a little background for y'all she's she's recently decided she's going to start doing more of her beautiful art and like putting mm-hmm. it out there and like sharing that with us so if you see it in the background of her view if you're mm-hmm. watching on YouTube you can see it and so there was some angst though. There was some angst that you were having on Tuesday. So I want you to tell us. Yes. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I'm also a singer. Like I'm like true type nine, jack of all, jack of many trades, master of none. Right. And I'm trying to remember what your question was because I've all <laughs> intrigued on Tuesday, my fashion. I've not, already forgotten. It's okay. No, on Tuesday, you were just not in a, in a normal Gwen space. Like oftentimes, oh, no, no. oftentimes I'm the one coming to you saying like, I'm just not having a good day. I'm yeah, just off. Yeah. And so you were off on Tuesday. Yeah, I was super off. And, you know, I'll get, I will give, maybe this might be a little bit TMI, but I'm going to give you, give your listeners just a little bit of background. So they have some perspective on the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I have suffered, struggled with a chronic condition um, called candidiasis. 
and it is the overgrowth of the candida bacteria. Um, it's the bacteria that causes yeast infections, thrush, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've been very diligent over the past year almost in controlling it with diet. You can control it with diet if you don't eat sugar, carbs, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et all the good, which stuff. is pretty, is but it's intense. It's like you have yeah, to go it's all in. Very restrictive. Yeah. Yes, it's very restrictive. And then you know you should be taking loads of probiotics and eating prebiotic food and all that fun stuff. Right. So, um, anywho, so I have done very well. And then Christmas was you know a little sketch there for me, and I struggle. I've struggled just a little bit, but not too bad. Like I've mm-hmm. done better than I think I have in my entire life. Well, this past week was spring break and my husband and I went downtown. We just stayed in downtown Lynchburg at a fabulous hotel and ate dinner and went to the Star Hill Brewery and just had a wonderful time. And I, I'm guessing I just kind of overdid it. So when this happens, it has started causing ear infections. Mm-hmm. So I could feel this coming on. So Saturday, we we were home Saturday and I ate some spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Don't, Gwen, don't eat Carbs. spaghetti. Yeah. Yes. And something particular about semolina flour for me. Mm-mm. And so uh, I could feel it coming on Sunday. And then Monday, I felt bad. And Tuesday, I felt terrible. But learning about myself through the Enneagram has mm-hmm. helped me tremendously because as a nine, I know my red flags. And so (laughs) when I don't feel good, I just go and just collapse in the bed, pull the covers up, Mm -hmm. watch TV. I can't do function, you know, don't ask me to cook, you know, not a thing. So I've been really taking notice of that and trying to kind of lean into maybe more of my eight wing or more of my three healthier would be three, I guess, mm-hmm. and kind of working through the pain, so to speak, you know, functioning like I would, I feel like every other normal person does when they're not feeling great, they still go to work, right? Right. So that's why I kept our call. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can, I can, I can do this and we'll get something out of it. I don't know what, but yeah, I did. So I was fighting through this when we were talking. I mean, it was, it was a, a pretty significant moment for me. Mm-hmm. I did not feel good. I was, I was feeling very confused, I think, about what to do with the website, the new website, the podcast, the old website, which has, I have a little bit of PST with my old website because of Pinterest. This could be a whole nother podcast. We could sit and talk about Pinterest and the changes they have made and yeah. the the roller coaster of income levels that I've been through over the since about 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a, a, I was in a huge conundrum and I felt physically terrible. So I certainly couldn't think straight. Right. Right. And but it's so it was it was it was uh so different for you because usually you come on your whenever we have our, our weekly zoom calls um just to kind of catch up on everything we're not talking about on Marco Polo usually it's a little more like down to business like we're actually like yeah. trying to get somewhere with our conversations yes. um but um it was so different because usually you're upbeat you have a smile you're you know just feeling good and i'm used to you feeling good and it made me so mm-hmm. like oh my gosh like when and i'll tell you this if i 
if I had been feeling bad, I would have been under the covers. I would have texted you and said, oh, <laughs> hey, Gwen, we're going to do this another time. So way yeah. to be. I mean, that's, yeah, my hundred, hundred percent how I normally function in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, totally. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you were feeling bad <clears throat> and I think for me too, and I struggle with this kind of a, I struggle with a roller coaster of I'll be doing well mentally, emotionally, kind mm-hmm. of like feeling good confidently mm-hmm. over, I don't know, it could be a couple of weeks. It's, it's usually not like a full month that I'm just like steady. Like it's, I have mm-hmm. a lot of ups and downs throughout the months in terms of my thoughts and mm-hmm. confidence. I know we, we all have our ups and downs, but it was, it was striking for me because I feel like I'm usually the one that's like, Gwen, I'm just having another off day. And you're like, what did we talk about last time, Lindsay? <laughs> what did we talk about last time? We know, let's no. go back to the drawing board. So, well, you, I, I just feel like you have, you have your go-to things that you do personally of like, that's okay, true. I, don't, I don't feel well, but this is what I'm going to do to feel better. And right. you, that's kind of like a machine. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. I definitely have this, this kind of set process that I've developed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. developed I guess with yeah self-compat giving I and mean, this t- it took me a while to develop this but now I can kind of pretty much do it instantly mm-hmm. so it's self self-compassion so having some self-compassion um ha- well self-awareness first you have to have the awareness of of hey wait a minute I'm not in a good space and mm-hmm. then I give myself a lot of compassion and I'll do this in the mirror like in the mirror go in the bathroom and look at myself and do this so once mm-hmm. I figure out have the self-awareness of what's going on I go in the mirror and I'll talk to myself with great compassion. I mean, this is a huge monumental shift because I used to talk, I used to be so mean to myself, mm-hmm. like ruthless. I mean, I don't even want to talk about it because it was just yeah. incredible. Yeah. So loads of self-compassion and then self-encouragement, you know, you mm-hmm. can do this, you've got this and then empowerment, you know, mm-hmm. m- let's go, 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 Yeah, you know? get out there, get back in. Yeah. Okay. And so mentally, this is a huge shift. Now, the thing I think for nines, our physical bodies and how we feel can greatly affect mm-hmm. everything else. Yep. So that is what you saw. Yeah. And that is how powerful, I mean, and it, granted my ear hurt like the dickens. I mean, mm-hmm. I was in a lot of pain Yeah, and um, <clears throat> it just throws me down and, and yeah. it takes my mental game with it. And I think that's what was so striking to me. It was mm-hmm. because of the, the physical, you know, you not feeling well physically, mm-hmm. the normal things that you would have been saying were not even coming to your mind. Like you weren't even saying like, I feel horrible, but I mean, you may have said it a few times, but like, it was, it was more like, I feel horrible and I don't think I can do this anymore. Like, I don't think I can keep doing these things I'm passionate about anymore, where I just don't mm-hmm. even know what I'm doing with my life. It was kind of like, I don't mm-hmm. even know what I'm doing with my life anymore. And I was like, yeah, this isn't you, this isn't you, <laughs> but, but it was okay too, because right. Like Lord knows I'm usually the one in that position. It's usually switched. Mm-hmm. So then got off the zoom. We, you know, you mm-hmm. kind of did your thing. What'd you do the rest of the day after we talked on Tuesday? I took some ibuprofen and I ate a good, a good, healthy lunch. I mean, when my ears started hurting, the first thing I did was go back on my restrictive diet. Mm-hmm. 
because that's the only thing that will, you know, I can't go get antibiotics because it'll make it worse. I mean, it's not, it's yeah. not fun. Right. So, um, so by Tuesday afternoon, once I had the, the ibuprofen in me really well, I ate a really healthy, wholesome lunch and a lot of it because mm-hmm. it's very low calorically on this diet. Mm-hmm. And, um, I drank a ton of water. Yeah. Like, I mean, I like slammed like three 16 ounce glasses of water and I started to feel better. Mm-hmm. And I came in here and I was like, I'm going to paint. I'm going to paint. I'm going to paint. I'm so going to paint Tuesday, later Tuesday, that was Tuesday it? afternoon. Okay. Tuesday at later about three o'clock. Okay. And, um, and so I painted. Yeah. And so then I chatted with you on two, maybe later on Tuesday and then on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So this is the part that invigorated me so much. I just got so excited and, um, I'm actually, um, going to play it because oh! I'm, I'm putting my phone, look at my little, like, look how, <gasps> look at you, look how like, wow. ingenuity if you can see my screen right now if you're listening by audio you don't know but like I've got really a setup over here with my phone um super high tech so so I went from Tuesday you know Gwen wasn't in a good place to Wednesday so before I play tell me about the quote okay so when I was 19 years old okay so I went to the University of Mississippi um, and in Oxford, Mississippi. And when I was about 19, um, there's a wonderful bookstore on the corner called Square Books. And we used mm-hmm. to go there and look at the books and they carry just really Mississippi authors and, you know, just really neat stuff. And so they also had a cafe upstairs. And so we were there one day and um, I went to the bathroom and I saw this big poster and the quote on it was from George Eliot, which mm-hmm. is not George Eliot. This is a woman. Mm-hmm. Because we used to have to, you know, have male pen names. I can't remember her actual name, but it was, yeah. it's never too late to be what you might have been. Mm. And I sat there in the bathroom in my 19 year old self and looked at it and said, yeah, someday that's going to be me. Like when I'm 50, I'm going to be like, hmm, okay, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to be because I knew I wasn't on the right path at 19. Everyone around me, my voice teacher, my family were encouraging me to go into music mm-hmm. because girl, I mean, I can sing, mm-hmm. I can sing. And, um, I just didn't love opera, but that's what my voice lends. That's what my voice is born for. Mm-hmm. And I just, I knew I wasn't in the right place in the right path. And seeing that quote, it was like, it actually gave me some hope. Like I've never forgotten that quote. I bought a card with the quote on it when I was probably that, I think it was that same day um, Mm -hmm. in the bookstore. I found the quote quote on a card and I bought it and I was like, I've kept it. It's in my drawer in my bedroom and it's just stayed with me and stayed with me and stayed with me. Say, Say it again. Say the quote again. It's never too late to be what you might have been. Yeah, that's so good. All right, I interrupted you. No, no. I mean, that's it. That's yeah. the lead into the lead into what you were about yeah. to play. So, so Gwen's telling me this quote on on Marco, and then she goes into this. So, I mean, that quote has stuck with me and stuck with me and stuck with me, and I'm never gonna give up. 
figuring this out. I'm never giving, I'm never giving up. Like I will keep trying and keep trying and keep trying till I die. <laughs> and, you know, I have this glimmer. It sounds like, it sounds like a Taylor Swift song. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never giving up figuring this out. And when I heard you say that going from, you know, where we were on Tuesday to that and just seeing it in your face, seeing like, you know, your whole, your whole like aura had changed. Like you, mm-hmm. you were a different Gwen mm-hmm. and you said, I'm never giving up figuring this out. I don't know what that was, but like, I just, I have been through so many cycles in my life of, it's kind of this, I'm okay, I'm, I'm going to do it better this time. And then it's like mm-hmm. two weeks later, I'm like, oh, not doing it better anymore. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm failing. All right, here we are back again at the, the place where I feel like a failure or I'm not meeting up to people's expectations. I'm not like, you know, the people out there that have their life together. And the mm-hmm. shame that comes along with that makes mm-hmm. me want to quit what I'm trying to do, you know, just stop stop trying to be something other than a couch potato, basically. And I know that. I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah. And so for you to say, I'm never giving up figuring this out after I saw you on Tuesday, like feeling horrible, which I know it's a, I know that you were feeling like physically just ill. Like you just didn't feel good physically, Mm -hmm. but the shift that you made and the empowerment that came from it, like the, I, I heard it from your gut this is what I'm going to do. And then you go on, you know, I'm not going to play the rest, but you go on just to talk more about like your art and how much you love it. And you, how much you, you just were ready to dive back into it. I just, I think it's so interesting how our physical, like how we feel physically and um, how that plays into our mental, how we're thinking about ourselves and how that, you know, affects our emotions and how we can be on, on one day, we can be so sure that we're doing the right thing in our lives. We are headed down the right road. This is the best I've ever felt. I, I just feel so confident in the next day. It's like, nope, mm, this isn't going to go anywhere. And then a day later, I'm back. We're good. I'm never going to yeah. give up. Never, never. Gosh, darn it. I'm not giving up. I mean, because like, I've done so many things in my life. So many, I've had so many ideas. I've taken so many paths. I've never, I'm going to be really honest here. I've never held an actual job for more than two years. Like I don't have it in me. Mm -hmm. And, and I just have kept searching and kept searching for that thing that feels like home from Mm -hmm. feeling this need to do something with my life mm-hmm. and to put myself out there. And it's, it's taking, I mean, many, many I've had the blog, I've had a web design business. Um, I, just not number of things, mm-hmm. you know, now I had the podcast and now I'm pursuing art, but mm-hmm. I have to say doing the art feels like home mm-hmm. and it feels like me. I feel more me now putting on this coat, you know, than I ever have doing anything else. And Mm -hmm. so I have real hope at this point. And I also want to just point out that people that 
are achievers and that have high energy, they're putting themselves out there. Maybe they don't feel this, but I, 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 I hear them articulate that my, um, business started this way. And then, you know, I kind of grew into this next thing. They're, they're kind of always talking about it as this like stream of like, Mm -hmm. it was always the plan. It was always good. It Mm -hmm. was, it not, they don't say it was always good, but they're just kind of, they talk about it in a, not in a, when I get where I'm going type of way, but Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm doing the thing now and I'm always doing Mm -hmm. the thing and I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm evolving into this person, but everything along the way is, is just, I'm savoring it. And, and I think I'm pretty great all the time. Now that's just my chip on my shoulder. I'm just going to say that. But what I think that nines can take you guys out there know I'm struggling with my nine and my, my Mm -hmm. nine and my sixness, nine, sixes, fours, whatever you want to call me. I struggle with, um, this, like if I'm good today, then I feel like, oh, I've never been this good. Like, okay, I'm good. This, I've really figured it out today. And then a year from now, I might figure something else out and be like feeling confident again. And I'm like, oh, now I've really figured it out. Right. So I'll look back to the past and think, oh, I never knew anything back here. And I was never doing Mm -hmm. anything good. But Mm -hmm. I say all this to say that you, as I've known you, and you're talking about all that you've done, I've seen you in a, in a, it's not, I don't think it's just the art that it's setting you on fire. I think, I think it is in a, you're in a new place and you're, you're growing and figuring yourself out more, but I've heard you talk Mm. just as passionately about things you've done in the past. And so I, what I want to say is that I think that we need to give ourselves a little grace. Like you, you don't have to look backwards and say, man, I I just wish I'd been doing this art the whole time. Like I just really messed it up back there. Like you, you've grown, you, it's just all been a journey of figuring out like, okay, now, now I want to do this. And if in a year from now, you don't want to do any art, that's okay. Right. Gwen wants to do something different now. Absolutely. Gwen wants to take it in a different direction. And it's all beautiful. It's all Gwen, like people out there in the world that, that, you know, are discovering your podcast and are getting to know you, like they don't need another achiever to listen to. They don't need another, like, you know, Rachel Hollis or whatever out there where they're like, but that's what this, sells, Lindsay. That's what I know. Sells. I know. But like, it doesn't make more productive. No, you're going to, you make it look tangible. You make it look real life and, um, and people feel, I feel shame whenever there are achievers out there saying, come on guys, why aren't you up at 3am in the morning doing blah, blah, blah. Come on guys, just do it. And I'm like, really? So much shame. Really? I mean, all the people that I follow that are like, you know, oh, I just had a million dollar launch. And I'm like, that just makes me tired we don't feel like we have to post every day or, or, or create every day or mm-hmm. show up every day. I will show up when I, when I'm inspired to show up, I'll post when I'm inspired to post, you know, and I was saying I'll paint when I want to, you know, I'm inspired to paint exactly. podcast where I'm inspired to podcast because I'm a nine. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, if I exhaust, this is, this is my history. Go, 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 go at the blog. 
you know, post, post, do all this stuff. I've got it. I'm rocking and rolling. I'm getting page views. Just crash, just yeah. total crash. And six months later, I'm like, what happened? What do I do now? You know, I mean, it's like, so that's where the Enneagram has really helped me a lot. And I'm still learning this, you know, I mean, how much can I push myself and not even push myself? I don't want to use that. Let's reframe that. You know, how, how much can I put myself into this on a daily basis and still maintain you know, this particular level of energy that, that I need, Mm -hmm. you know, and when, and, you know, I, I, I'm learning how to honor my need for rest. Yeah, that's good. Because I think nines struggle with, you know, we've been labeled the sloth, we've been labeled lazy. um, And I mean, I don't think all nines do this, but I think I have been like, wait, I'm not that. I, I can, mm. I can be this, I can have more energy. I can do this. And then we, we flop to the other, we flip flop to the other direction. And, and for me, I start operating out of shame. Like, okay, this, I got to do this. Everybody says, get yep. out there, get out there. And if you're not, you're mm. doing the wrong thing. Um, mm. So giving yourself permission is what you're saying. Yes. To just, yes. it's okay. If you have low energy. Yes. And, and knowing that that is, that is a thing. And also I'm not alone. But yet, but yet I can figure out and am figuring out how to manage that and use it for my benefit. I really do think that it can be a powerful force in my life by acknowledging it and honoring it and truly doing these things when I feel that inspiration to do them. Mm-hmm. And I think I mentioned the other, I said, I do think there is something key to consistency. I mean, I do think that that is beneficial when you're mm-hmm. trying to run a business and there are things that you do have to take care of, but if you are taking care of yourself, if you are, you know, physically taking care of yourself, um, and honoring that need for rest and stopping when you need to stop or taking a break or going for a walk, mm-hmm. whatever it is that will rejuvenate you, mm-hmm. you know, that balance, that's, that's, that balance is vital, mm, yeah. vital, vital. And, and before I didn't realize that. How much all those played in. Oh, how much rest I needed, how important it was. And how detrimental it was for me to beat myself up about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really a sure. self-acceptance. You know, it's really learning who I am and accepting who I am so that I can grow into what I'm truly meant to be. Mm-hmm. be what I really mean is living into the fullness of myself. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how do you like... What does that look like for you to live into the fullness of who you are to, or how do you know when you're not doing that? Yeah. I, I think when, when I lose my, that train of thought, you know, that, that worrying about, am I enough? Those types of things. Yeah. Okay. You know, but, but really, you know, that, the, I think I sent you this, page, this levels of growth, the top level of growth is just, you know, self-aware and not worrying about it anymore. I mean, that's, that's 
paraphrasing it, you know, yeah. but to, to really kind of know who you are. You yeah. know, I laughed in that interview with Dr. Tom because he said the nine is the one who can't choose a major in college. Oh my gosh. That was me. That was me. Like <laughs> I've six, changed six like three majors. or four times. Yeah. So many majors, you know, and to be at this place, I am now I'm almost 50. I'll be 49 this summer. Um, to feel like I know myself mm-hmm. and be not just okay with it, but to be joyful in it. Right. All of my flaws, all of my gifts, everything. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's true. I think, I think that living into that is true health. Yeah. So, so knowing ourselves can be hard for nines mm-hmm. and I've, I'm learning that it's actually nine, sixes and threes struggle knowing themselves. Mm. Isn't that interesting? interesting. I, I yeah. saw that on a, on um, a YouTube video um, by the Enneagram girl. And I've okay. actually asked her to be on the podcast to talk about that. She's going to come. I'm going to interview her in a few weeks. And um, her name's Erin. And um, she's going to talk about what is it about the three, six, and nine and their placement on the Enneagram that, that causes them to be kind of like, who am I? I don't know who I am. And, and I'm like, threes don't know who they are. Like, Oh, really That's shocking. I know. I know who they are or I know who they're putting themselves out there to be. Um, I love you threes. No. Okay. Let's be honest. Threes aren't listening to this. I'm just, <laughs> maybe they are. <laughs> maybe they are. Oh, um, but sometimes I think to know ourselves it takes engaging with others and like having them tell, like if, if you've known somebody for a long time and, Mm -hmm. um, and they've kind of like observed your patterns or observed Mm -hmm. that, like that, you know, the gold inside of us that comes out and whenever we don't even (laughs) notice it, um, sometimes it takes someone else to say, I've known you for 10 years and I know that you have your ups and downs, but this is, this is the consistent, you know, Gwen that mm-hmm. I see you putting mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Um, that can be a good way to, to learn like, oh, okay, this is how others perceive me. And yeah, I do. I do feel that. I do feel that, um, you know, whatever their perception of me, I, I, I feel that that is me or, you know, maybe, maybe their perception is off, but what I'm saying is, Sometimes it just takes someone else to point it out to us. And I I think that is so powerful because I never ask anyone for advice, really. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's rare. I never ask anyone what I should do. I don't, I'm not a pollster kind of person. (laughs) I'm very private, which is why it makes it so difficult to be online all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm definitely becoming more open and vulnerable. So that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but so having you in my life mm-hmm. has helped with that tremendously. Yeah. Tremendously. Because when I have that day, even though you say it's very not often, <laughs> um, you you were there to say, wait a minute. Let's think about this. Let's look at this. This mm-hmm. is This is abnormal for you you know, let's, you know, step back and you do help to give me perspective that I really have never had and encouragement that I've 
don't have because I don't have these types of relationships, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's 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 a big change. It's a big change. Yes. So having having someone that you can trust who is can be open and honest. I mean, I mm-hmm. feel like we have a very open and honest, you know, friendship, mm-hmm. and that's a very powerful thing. Yeah. Know, well, it's hard to be. To get it's hard to get. It's hard to get to yeah. a point for me in friendships where I feel, I feel like I'm ready to be vulnerable. Like, um, yeah, it's hard to, it's, yeah. Yeah, It's hard hard to know how do I, how do I go from like getting to know a person to being like, Oh yeah, by the way, like I'm, I'm like totally messed up. I'm like totally crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Let's see behind the curtain. I, yeah, you know? I, I mean, on most who, days I'm who crazy. Who wants to look behind the curtain? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think I think we are um, prone to feeling like we have to not rock the boat, obviously, or just mm-hmm. put you know put on the face, make make seem mm-hmm. make things seem like everything's okay, like I'm dealing mm-hmm. with this, or mm-hmm. or maybe we're just minimizing um, our issues. It's for me, yeah, it can, it can be different be on any day. It can. I appreciate you doing this. I appreciate you talking to me. I appreciate the vulnerability because it's not easy to say like, yeah, I, I went from like saying I'm ready to quit or, you know, I don't think I can do this to I'm never going to give up. I'm never going to give up trying never. to figure this out. And when you feel bad like that, what I try, try to remember, I'm not sure I remembered it that day was that I will feel better. Yes. You know, those moments truly are blips, you know, they could last a long time. But, um, you know, if you have the presence of mind to say, I've felt better before, I can feel better again. I think that's what shall pass kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's what I want to leave um, the listeners and the viewers out there with that. If you are struggling with something and you're like, yeah, I'm not gonna, this isn't good or. I'm not going to be able to follow through on this thing I wanted to do or, or whatever. Like there's always something else around the corner. There's always a, a a glimmer of hope. You said it on, I don't think I played it on the audio here, but you, you went on to say, I feel a glimmer of hope. And just like that little seed of something, it could be a friend saying it's going to be okay. Or you, you know, drinking two gallons of water and being like, Oh, water just felt so good whoa wait I'm starting to feel I mean that sounds silly but like it really can just be that one thing that helps you turn the corner and you're like wait a second I am gonna be okay I really am we're we're gonna keep doing this